L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Yeah. Oh, it's been a fun 24 hours, hasn't it been? Wait, I'm about to click one of those ads that's popped up on a web page. How your body warns you that dementia is forming. Don't you want to know? Yes, I do. No, I'm not going to click it, though. See the signs here, a big arrow. Click here. No, no, click well, it. You... No, no, I don't want to click you, it. You need to know. And you know what? I want to remain oblivious to that possibility, <laughs> right? Just like Joe Biden. I want to not really <laughs> not have really any confront awareness. confront it, yeah. Right. Every day's a happy day, a nice day. Which way am I going? Pointing in the right. right direction. You're constantly meeting new people. Yeah. No. So no trees fell on your house? I guess not. You're here. Uh, no, but there there is one we're watching. Uh, still watching. My wife is still sleeping downstairs. Is that right? She doesn't. You're like- the brave one that stays in the bedroom that could get crushed. I am. Uh, well, actually, we're out of uh, we're out of beds. Are you gonna blow up mattress or sleep on the floor? Yeah, sleeping I'm not bag. Do that. Or, what yeah. about the bunker? The bunker doesn't have a bed. I mean, it has a sofa. I'm not great at sleeping. I mean, the bunker sofas. doesn't have a bed. You have to be able to stay in there for years. You're right. It needs a bed. That's an oversight. But Man, right now, it doesn't relaxing. have a bed. That's it. Now, I mean, all uh, the all the boys are in in the house right now, and we have a guest staying over, and uh, I'm out of beds. So I said, "All right, I'll stay here, and I'll take on the tree." <laughs> As I predicted, your twenty-something boys are living at home. No, it's Christmas break. Uh, it still is. It's They're, January 11th. Yeah. 10th it is. Yeah. Oh, they, okay. they've got two, seems like two of them over. have jobs they're going to in a matter of days. Uh, oh, wait, do, they get Christmas breaks like school? They get a month off from their jobs? Do, do, do I have to? <laughs> no, one of them has been working remotely, and the other one goes from project to project, and his next project starts in about two weeks. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Full house. Would you like me to submit pay slips for you? 
uh, uh, you know, I, pay slips of what? Pay slips of uh, their employment. Oh, that's employment. your son's have jobs. And, yeah, that's right. <laughs> jobs with big vacation breaks, sure. <laughs> no, they're, right. it's, it's not vacations. Oh, they're not paid. They're just laid off for a oh few weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> One of them works from project to project. Oh, okay. The oh, other so an independent operator. Uh, the other works for uh, a business that is somewhat seasonable, seasonal, and but he's still working uh, remotely. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Can I can I go through anything else? You want to know what's right. in our refrigerator? Hey, you, you just you pick on so many other people with their college degrees that end up with uh, you know right because no they big actually... long term full time jobs. I'm just oh, no, that, those days are gone for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, I'm, I pick on the people, uh, you know, who are baristas uh, at Starbucks after they took uh, after they got a gender equity degree. Hmm. Those are the no. people I'm targeting. Your sons don't have gender equity. Degrees. No, Just gen- no gender equity degrees. No, no. they, they no. were trained in something useful. Classical Spanish literature degree. Or- no, nothing like that. <laughs> 18th century art. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's more respectable than the gender equity stuff. Yeah, I guess that has. That used to be the degrees we made fun of years ago were those right. kinds of degrees, well, those they're, liberal they're, arts, weird things. But now, yeah, yeah. We've, we've gone into a new territory with <laughs> no. all the virtue signaling. Yeah. I have an equity, the, gender equity degree. Yeah. Now now what about a racial equity degree? All, that one's in there, all, too. All the woke degrees. Yeah, well, the only jobs you can get are to work in the, uh, 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 what do you call it, the human resources department at corporations. Oh, yeah. You right. know, where they try to enforce uh, artificial laws and... Diversity policies on people. Uh, we'll have uh, some reports on the storm. Um, one weird story, and I don't know, it was directly, well, it probably was directly connected to the storm. And I've noticed something lately in news reports when an incident involves a car, it isn't just like, you know, car crashes into bridge, it's Tesla. Like, for instance, that Pasadena doctor who plunged over the cliff in Northern California off the uh, PCH? Yeah. Tesla goes over cliff, right? Oh, I know. Not just car. It's, 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 in this <laughs> no. case, a Tesla plunged into a pool in Pasadena. I guess whoever was they, driving well, because hit the accelerator instead of the brake. They went through a wall and right into a pool. The progressive jackals in the media now hate Elon Musk. Because he oh. took away their Twitter playground. But this was a preferred vehicle that that, that flipped, didn't no, it? No, it, no, it's unpreferred now. Now Tesla is a, is a bad word because uh, of Elon Musk, and he's uh, refusing to block uh, conservative people from Twitter, and therefore he's public enemy number one. And all his Teslas are crashing and flying over cliffs. Oh yeah, maybe you're right. The, the story I'm thinking of from last week was the El Segundo Times was the one that pointed out it was a Tesla went over the cliff. So that's their way of trying to reach yeah. to the back of your mind and tell you it's not safe. Right. Yeah. Don't they, buy that car. They didn't mention in the first stories that it was a father trying to kill his entire family and he purposely drove off the cliff. No, it was the Tesla that drove off the cliff. Yeah, to make you think it yeah. self-drove itself and yeah. Musk is responsible. You know, the, the media bias nowadays is really tricky and subtle. Well, we didn't get that story last week, but there was an opinion columnist with the Times, who did a story. He's embarrassed to drive his Tesla now because of Musk's behavior. <laughs> he thinks his friends are going to look down on him. Oh, I should dig that out because it was should. funny. Who is that bedwetter? I forget his name. He's not a regular reporter that we'll talk about. <laughs> but the thing is, but... he's not embarrassed to publish that under his name? No, can, can no. You, can you imagine Can you imagine you yourself writing a column and, and getting it published? Can you imagine not too long ago, nobody would publish that, right? 
But now he gets it published in the El Segundo Times, and he's complaining that his friends are going to think badly of him because he's driving a Tesla, and Tesla's oh, yeah. owned and, by and, Elon Musk. And it was a complete 180, because a few yeah. years ago when he got the car, it's like, look, I'm doing my part. <laughs> right. I'm going all electric. Forget you hybrid hacks. Right. Look at me. And now, uh-oh, because of Musk being, being no. Trump-like. Because Musk is now Trump. Right. I know. I know. They had to and now I feel shame. Right. Yeah, I feel shamed, he said. So so uh, the fact that he's created the best electric car on the planet to point us away from fossil fuels. It no is. longer get, get zero credit for that now. It is. That's right. It's it, a leader. It's just because he believes in free speech on his privately owned Twitter uh, forum. That's yes, exactly <laughs> That's that's the that's the mortal sin that he's committed. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to try to look that one up here quickly because there was a couple of lines in it that were really. Oh, I, no, I was howling at that. It's like you foolish little twit. I'm so embarrassed. I'm driving a Tesla, and people are going to think badly of me now. It's all because of Elon Musk. He's letting everybody express their opinion instead of just the people I agree with. <laughs> oh my God! Just hang me. Just give me a rope and hang me. What a stupid world we're in. Uh, all right. So, of course, there's been some damage from the uh, storms. Uh, you probably also heard that a five-year-old boy lost his life in rushing floodwaters near uh, Paso Robles. Uh, this is a case of uh, she was driving a truck, the mother. It got stranded. If you don't know where Paso Robles is, it's about 250 miles northwest of Los Angeles on the way up towards the Santa Barbara area. Uh, witnesses pulled the woman to safety, but the boy was swept out of the truck and carried away with the rushing water. And the water likely flowed into a nearby river. Seven hours, and they only turned up his shoe. They turned, uh, they, they called off the search last night because it was just too dangerous for the drivers because... As you know, the storm that came in last night was absolutely horrific. And as you warned, John, you were looking at that 7 o'clock yeah. uh, possibility for L.A. getting hammered. And that's kind of what happened, uh, 7 to 10 o'clock hour. But then again, overnight, and even I thought it was over this morning. I went out like 9.30, and boy, I got blasted. <laughs> Another yeah. wave came rushing in. Yeah, like, there were these bands of really heavy showers. No, I was. Uh, I went to the uh, Kings game last night, the hockey game. Oh and, wow! And I was uh, during the breaks. I was watching the weather go by, and I saw this big yellow orange blob going right across LA from west to east. Yeah, they were saying if you don't have to be on the roads, do not drive. You did anyway. Huh? Well, uh, <laughs> driving home. Uh, we, we got home in uh, twenty minutes from downtown to the west uh, side. Because nobody was no, out there, right? The ten was cleared. <laughs> People did hide. Yeah. Uh, we'll get reports uh, during the afternoon on all this. Uh, when we come back, Dippity Doo announces a budget. We're going to have a deficit, about $22.5 billion, a big turnaround from just a year ago when it was $100 billion flush with a surplus. We'll talk about it. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. Oh, and the keyword is coming up next. Your chance to win $1,000. KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. John Blumenthal is his name. He is apparently a magazine writer who lives in Santa Monica, a former magazine editor who wrote an opinion column for the El Segundo Times we had just mentioned. I bought a Tesla to help the environment. Now I'm embarrassed to drive it. 
because we were mentioning that it seems like uh, certain media outlets now like to mention uh, the Tesla model when there's a car involved in some tragedy, like driving off a cliff or uh, plunging into a pool in Pasadena like one did apparently yesterday. A few years ago, I bought a used Tesla, not because I'm a car nut, because I had been a hypocrite. For years, I had been outspoken about the dangers of carbon emissions. Yet at the same time, I was driving an old gas-powered heap that got about 25 miles per gallon. It sounded like a rocket launch every time I turned on the ignition. The car was impractical, but it had sentimental value. Oh, this my one. environmental activist friends were not impressed by my assiduous urban composting, my LED bulb installations, and my energy-saving appliances. I needed to do more to diminish my carbon footprint. The icebergs were melting, my friend said. And at least one polar bear was wandering around homeless and hungry because of me. That party was just having fun with Can you imagine what it's like to be in this crowd? Would you want to go to a party at Blumenthal's house? Many insisted that Teslas were the best for the environment, pricey but worth it. So I said goodbye to my gas guzzler, and I made the leap. Then he talks about how it's a technical uh, a tech car. <laughs> yeah. But because of the recent revelation of Elon Musk's political views, all of which I abhor... Abhor. I'm starting to worry about what sort of political statement the car is making. Will people now see me as a symbol of right-wing environmentalism, a living oxymoron? Right-wing environmentalism? No, not an oxymoron. Half that. <laughs> yeah, half that. Take off the oxy. <laughs> you need some oxycodone or something, dude. You're really, uh, you're really out there. This is what people with nothing to do hand-ring over. When I bought the car, I had no real opinion on Musk's somewhat clouded political beliefs. Now that Musk has apparently swung to the far right, banning journalists from Twitter while reinstating neo-Nazis, I'm horrified to be associated with this brand whenever I drive anywhere. So how long before his friends start mocking him? What a set of friends. You know what? If somebody was scolding me about what car I was driving and the politics of the guy who owns the car company, I'd, I'd throw them down the stairs. Like, get the hell out of here. Get out of the house, moron. I don't care what you think. And, and the thing is, he was trying to impress them with urban composting. Well, I urban compost. Isn't that good enough for you? Look, I screw in LED light bulbs. I'll get all the energy-saving appliances I own. And you're upset over my Tesla? Yeah, wow. Imagine that dinner, sitting there drinking their wine, discussing who is the most environmentally uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, proper, uh, the, 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 the correct. Oriented, yeah. yeah. No, what, he, is, what is Musk up to with his acquisition destruction of Twitter? Well, that's the end of the world, huh? Publicity, <laughs> political power? Hmm. Musk has turned Twitter into an unsupervised playground for neo-Nazis and other random hate mongers and wackadoodle QAnon followers. <laughs> Given Musk's Political descent into the dark side. I wonder whether I should sell my Tesla as a form of protest. How would that adversely affect Musk? Not at all, really. The sale of a used Tesla would hardly cause a blip for the company. Even if I were part of a vast movement and many other politically aware would-be would be Tesla owners opted for other newer EVs, would a blow to Tesla stock really change every, anything about Musk's politics? There would be collateral damage. How many people would lose their jobs if people stopped buying Teslas? Oh, my God. What a mental illness. I don't know whether to sell, but I do know I'm just not as comfortable driving it anymore. Huh. Yet it's a beautifully designed car with no carbon emissions. 
and initially I was proud of owning it and being seen driving a vehicle displayed my concern for the environment. Imagine <laughs> that was years ago. You mocked the Prius people for yeah, being this. Remember that, that? they were right. the start of this. That's that's what they, they were actually thought they were driving around proud. Look what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm sending a message Then it became wearing masks. But if, uh, but I'm liberal. And if Musk policies don't change radically for the better, Driving a Tesla will become, at least for me, a hypocritical and untenable as driving a gas guzzler. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I guess maybe you shouldn't drive anything. Maybe you ought to go to a skateboard. <laughs> does, does he know the political views of all the other CEOs? Yes, that's true. There are a lot of zero-emission vehicles out there now, but he'd have to make sure that right. he's not driving down the, the same bad road. What's the CEO of GM? What are, what are his politics? Or Ford? Or, yeah. or Toyota? Do we know? They don't make the news the way Musk does, so. <laughs> wow. What these, a doofus. These people should be put on a ship and sent to an island. God. Yeah. What headaches. Well, I mean, how prissy can you get? Oh, it's, yeah, really. <laughs> oh, oh, what are people thinking of me? Well, I had my friends over. We were having an urban composting party. All right, we have more coming up. We will talk about... Uh... Governor Dippity Doo introducing uh, his budget number for this year. There is going to be a deficit. It's a wild change from just a year ago when we had about a hundred billion dollars surplus, uh, thanks to a pretty good economy—not economy so much, but the stock market, as well as federal money that came in. And now uh, he's uh, projecting, or they are projecting, a twenty-two and a half billion dollar deficit. More coming up. Johnny Ken KFI AM six forty live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. We're on from one until four now. One until four. And after 4 o'clock, you can listen to the show as a podcast. You go to the iHeartRadio app, click podcast, and uh, it's called John and Ken On Demand. So there go do go. that. That's uh, right. You can also download it off the website. It's always posted there. The podcasts are posted right away at the John and Ken page at KFIAM640.com, if that serves your purposes, too. Uh, I want to quickly tell you that, uh, believe it or not, we still have the Moist line, and what a week for it. Uh, you can leave a message. It's coming up on Friday in the 3 o'clock hour now. Using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. Leave your message anytime, 1-877-664-7886. Well, the most uh, bizarre video I saw today was uh, the massive sinkhole in Chatsworth. Two cars drove into it last night, and they had to rescue uh, a woman and a girl. And Steve Gregory has been to, you've been to the sinkhole. I was there all morning. Yeah, I just got back a little bit ago. Yeah. And, well, that's a. Pr it, that's was, a it looked like a big hole on TV. It was a big hole. And let me tell you what scared me the most is that I, you know, doing what a reporter typically does, uh, pylons and cones and tape be damned. I walked right out there to the edge of it and didn't realize yeah. there was no dirt underneath me. <laughs> that's just, what I would do. Just yeah. Asphalt. <laughs> you would have significantly enlarged that. You signal. wanted a good picture, right? Well, exactly. And uh, you can see, actually, you can see that picture on my Tinder profile. Um, not Tinder. my Tinder profile, my Twitter page. Oh, you're confusing your off-air life. What's on your Tinder profile? Oh, that is classic. Would we were you just... like to see my sinkhole? Oh, we were just we were just joking about that in the office. About I should post oh. it. On, we should have a Tinder profile for all of our news pictures. Never that is mind. Do you have a Tinder profile? No, I don't have a Tinder profile. Come on. Why did see? Then why would that slip in? I'm, I'm way because we were just making jokes about where to post all the news pictures and. It came up we should have a linkedin and we should have a tinder profile somebody look him up yeah you look it up now 
have Eric. He, you use his account. Um, <laughs> so mine's not set to that setting. Hooray! Yeah, hooray! You know, Ray's on all the platforms. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, so, but <laughs> uh, so as I'm standing there taking pictures. A photographer from another TV station was across the hole on the other side, and he started screaming at me. Oh, He's like, get out of there. Get out of there. I'm like, what are you? And then he says, get out. He says, there's nothing under you. Oh, gee. And I'm like, oh, crap. So I went. I walked backwards and then went around and to his vantage point. Right. And I literally looked there, and there's only three inches of asphalt holding oh. me up. Yeah, that's not enough. And there was no dirt underneath it. Oh. Yeah, and holding you up is not easy. <laughs> well, I knew we were going there. So <laughs> you really could have been the next one. It took one longer in. than you thought. Yeah, it took a little longer than I thought. So, uh, so you would have created another sinkhole. <laughs> and I'm like, I could keep going. And I go and I, I told the photog, I said, um, when did they pull the cars out? And he goes, the cars are still in there. I said, where? Oh. And they had gotten, if you saw the footage, the amazing footage last night. And as you mentioned, John, at the top, that the first the car went in and then the pickup went on top of it. So mm -hmm. they sandwiched on top of each other. And then when fire got there, the guy, uh, the, the two in the pickup were able to get out on their own. They were able to get out and right. climb up and out. Uh, but unfortunately, the 30-year-old woman and the 14-year-old girl were still trapped in the car. So fire was getting down there. And as they were first trying to get down there, they were trying to use a, a more, I guess, a more common method. And they, they put ladders across the hole, the sinkhole creating sort of a brace and they were going to go down that way and then the cars started to shift because by now water is still pouring into that sinkhole well, that's scary and so when they realized that thing was still shifting then they had to kind of rethink everything and they they did what they call it they're more of a dynamic rescue and they call it a high angle rope rescue and that's when they take the uh, like a ladder truck and they put the ladder truck over it, and then they they kind of do a pulley system and pull the rope over the ladder, uh, rungs of the mm -hmm. ladder. Right. And then they go down in there, and then they can pull up the the, the rescuer and the victim at the same time. And that's how they had to get the, the woman and the girl out. So does the woman and the girl have to cling to the rope? They cling to the person, not they to the firefighter. To, to the yeah. fire. Oh, right. That's really they put scary. them in a harness, and then they hug uh -huh. them, and then they pull them up out of there. Wow. It must have taken some time to do yeah. this. It, it's very well. They were running out of time because those cars were shifting and water was still pouring in. That's true. And that yeah. was so unstable that soil under there. So what had happened is now there's just this big cavernous hole underneath this asphalt area and the areas around. And by the time I went back to the truck and I was on all morning with news and the talk shows, by the time we were getting ready to leave from there, the area that I had been standing on had already dipped down and was ready to collapse. <laughs> Oh no! So it was. It's in, is this a well-traveled road? Yeah, it's on Iverson Road up in Chatsworth, and it, it's sort of an entrance. There's a big church complex right off the road. There, it's a bit of a hillside. This is on a downward slope, the road, and it goes right up to a, a gated community. I also saw an exposed pipe running mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. the sinkhole. Is that yeah. a water pipe? Or yeah, it's water pipe. In fact, yeah. Las Virginas uh, Metropolitan Water District had to come up and shut off water. Apparently, there were shutoff valves near that area, and they came up with big tools. And they were shutting the water down right in the middle. I mean, then a downpour happened, and they were shutting off the water to make sure that they didn't lose any water in any kind of a break. Do we know how this happens, these kind of sinkholes? What What are the uh, factors that can cause something like this? Well, it's usually just running water, and it usually erodes everything underneath it and eventually just settles. And, uh, you know, Is there like an underground creek that it, would wash was, all the dirt out? There is now. <laughs> and there, I mean, seriously, when you look down there now, there's a creek running down this right in through the sinkhole. 
and the and the car and the pickup are down further down in the mud underneath the, the sidewalk. Because our old house that we lived at years ago, we didn't know there was an underground creek uh, at the top of a slope in our backyard. Right. And when we, we had a winter like this, this would be like 2005, suddenly we had springs, like water shooting, shooting up. out of the top because the water had risen so high it had nowhere else to go. And now we had all this spring-like effect shooting into the air. So is it timed like the one in Yellowstone? <laughs> It's timed every time you get a month's worth of rain. You got to go out every day at one. And no, and, see then, the... and then somebody in the neighborhood, totally separate, said, "Oh, you know, there's a lot of underground springs here in the neighborhood." And I said, "Yeah, I just found that out." <laughs> well, yeah, but see, you would think someone would know that before they start building on oh, it. Oh, yeah, they yeah. never told us when we bought the place. Yeah, so I, I don't know what the deal is here because it the it, road comes down a hillside on, yeah. on the edge of a hillside, and so. then the, all the water shooting up. Created a cascading effect down a set of stairs we had and dragged all the dirt into our pool. And our pool turned chocolate, and we had to pile up sandbags to stop the flow, which started with the springs. So, that, I mean, it's... Uh, the cleanup must have been a little... Daunting. When you get completely saturated, all sorts of weird things start happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, in this case here, uh, we were laughing because when we, when we were driving back down the rest of the hill and then going down the road to get back out onto the 118... I laughed. I said, by this time tomorrow, those two cars are going to be at the bottom of the hill, the hard <laughs> yeah. way, you know, through the dirt. But, yeah. the, but it's the woman crazy. and the teen are okay? Or? They, minor injuries, taken to the hospital as a precaution, but uh, the other two were fine. Uh, no no indication that there's anything wrong with them. So, How And were they, they moving at the time the sinkhole collapsed, or were they stopped at a stop sign no, or something? No, it's or in just... the middle of this road that comes out of this gated community. So they were oh. headed down the hill. How right. did, was it one or two people in the truck? Two in the truck and two in the car. How did the people in the truck climb out of that hole? Because they were on top. Well, they the were on top, on top. So they were closer sunk, to the top they, of the Yeah, they hadn't hole. sunk down yet, and they were yeah. able to get out and... Um, and, and just lift and themselves crawl, onto the asphalt? Well, crawl out on the truck and probably jump over the, the hood of the truck and then out onto the pavement. Because the, wow. the, the hood and the cab of the pickup were still above the pavement. Right. And when they were able to get out, you know, climb up and over and then get out on, on their own like that. But then by the time fire got there, that truck had already sunk down. They were 15 feet below by that point. <laughs> That's really scary. It is. And, and and when I said, where's the car and the truck? And you're like, you can't see it anymore. It's gone. I'm serious. It's like a black hole. It's a cavernous yeah. black hole. You yeah. No, no I, I saw on TV that the cars were pretty deep in the hole. Because mm -hmm. at first, when I was watching the video earlier, I thought they pulled the cars out already. Yeah, me too. And the camera had to go down and deeper over to the left because it, the cars had shifted over. Well, I think the vantage point they got last night, because uh, there's a bridge right over that road. And I think they were up on the bridge shooting down from that. And that's right. how they got that great shot last night. Yeah. All right, Steve, thank you very you much. Guys. And Steve don't, Gregory, don't walk some up of the storm to stories. Yeah, Sinkholes in Chatsworth. I learned about that, and, and I don't have a Tinder profile either. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, we'll clear we'll, that up. We'll check and confirm that. All right, uh, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up after 2 o'clock, we do have a replacement for the L.A. City Council member that John loved the most, Mike Bonin. Her name is Tracy Parks. She took over this year as the council member for Los Angeles on the west side which includes uh, some sections around Culver City. And we're going to talk next hour to a listener who has put together a petition. This is another place where, and I have seen this, and it is a big change from not that long ago. There was like a path, I guess it's a bike path, 
in between the two uh, directions on Culver Boulevard in a section of Culver City that is now overrun by encampments. This used to be a pretty nice place. I remember driving by and thinking that was a nice place for a walk or a jog. And then I guess it was a couple of months ago I drove past there and I'm like, oh my God, because someone had told me about it. I couldn't believe all the tents and debris. So we'll talk to this person coming up after the news at two o'clock. And looks like, John, we're going to have to play your emergency sounder again because uh, now it's the county of L.A. Mm. that's declared an emergency on homelessness. They're joining the city. They all discovered the homelessness uh, this past week or two? Yeah, they did. Why? They what was We're going all going on? to join together and declare an emergency because, you know, that plays well in the media. Yeah, so this is virtue signaling? Is this the, uh, like a, a fancy hashtag? It sends out what the message this? that we care, we're aware. Yeah, just sending out a message. This is that. This is what I, uh, I'm afraid of, is they're getting a lot of headlines that gives the impression that they're going to get the homeless off the streets, but it's just declarations. All right, now here's a piece of audio from old Joe. That would be President Biden. As you know, he made a visit to El Paso, Texas, on his way to Mexico for a summit with the president of Mexico and the prime minister of Canada. It was a very brief, quote, border visit. But while he was there, he apparently visited a migrant service center. That's what they call it now. Federally funded (laughs) migrant service center for your car. The migrant support center in El Paso County. (laughs) What we're going to play doesn't have much to do with that, but apparently he was told as he visited the center, you're now going to meet some Salvation Army workers who were here at the center. It looks like old Joe mixed them up with, of all things, the Secret Service. I'm not sure I get it either. Here's a piece of audio. And here we have Salvation Army. Also the Oregon First yeah that's very low but i'll read it for you the person introducing biden to the salvation army worker and you know they do kind of wear uniforms yeah i'm not excusing this because circus service guys don't normally well they're, wear. they're the salvation army so they have and she said and now here we have folks from the salvation army and that's biden kind of leaning in in his weak voice i spent some time with the secret service in poland and in ukraine and then he pauses and said not the secret service the salvation army <laughs> well of course he did he spends time with the secret service, the service every, every day every day why right. why as po- vice president probably a senator i don't know why poland I, and ukraine i don't and he know says what- this to the salvation army guy did he think he was in Europe somewhere, or did he? Think or he or was... did he mean? Or did he mean that he 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 met Salvation Army people in Poland and Ukraine too, but he called them Secret Service. I guess it's hard to uh, <laughs> it's hard to figure out. What, what, what did Grandpa mean by that? In a confused mind, That's... I think sometimes he just decides he wants to say something, and he's not going to go off his own brain script. Right, and he just wanted to say something about the Secret Service. And he's shaking the guy's hand from the Salvation Army. Was there a real guy, though? Or was he shaking air? Oh, no. You haven't seen the video? There is a guy. Oh, there is a guy. Okay. There's a guy with glasses, and he's got the uh, the outfit on. Yeah. So it wasn't one of his imaginary friends. No, this time it wasn't. It was an actual person in front of him. He's shaking his hand. Who must be bewildered. <laughs> Secret Service. <laughs> now. Then he goes home, and he goes, he goes, Gladys, he really is senile. It's really gone. 
<laughs> he thought I was with Secret Service. I learned firsthand that this man is not there. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, we told you that there is an idea being floated from Biden's Consumer Product Safety Commission to get rid of your gas stove. Well, there's been some blowback. A man with a disturbingly bad mustache named Richard Trumpka Jr. I don't know if you've seen the picture, John. It's in the post this afternoon. He's got like the little uh, thick brush mustache under his fat face. Those guys are really suspicious. He has immediately said, well, no, no, no. Uh, This is not what we're talking. We're not going to take anybody's gas stove away. Uh, Of course, the proposal was that they are a hidden hazard in your home, emitting dangerous, toxic gases that can give you cancer, childhood asthma. That is such he immediately heard from politicians like a congressman named Gary Palmer from Alabama. Over 40 million American households use gas stoves. This type of power should never be given to unelected bureaucrats. It's time for it to end. So that got Trump to say, no, no, no. This would probably just be about new stoves. No. How about we have freedom to choose how we want to heat our food and stop with the phony studies? Because, the, because what they want to do is they want to get rid of the use of natural gas. That's what they want. It is what it is. But, yeah. but most people see no problem with nat- natural gas. So they have to up the ante and come up with something more compelling. Uh, well, uh, it gives children uh, cancer. Uh, how about that? It does not give children cancer, you stupid liar. Why don't you be honest about what you want to do? You want to take away people's freedom on how they heat their food. Like, this is, these, are, these are really our Nazis, this crowd. So Just he cleared storm, it up. storm into people's homes and say, you will not you will not cook by gas. You will cook by electric because we say so. As we pointed out yesterday, the answer is simply ventilation. Turn on the hood. It's a, it's a over fake. Over the stove. It's open a fake the windows. Issue. Show me one person who got cancer because they, they No, you're right. Gas. It's not about the cancers. It's, it's about trying to get rid of natural gas. Th- this is homes. what they do because, because they either invoke racism or they claim you're killing children. And it's all fake. It's all lies. It's made up because they're having trouble selling to normal people the idea that we can't use oil and gas, natural gas anymore. And, you know, the thing is, I read a story today that 10 years ago, these same groups were pushing natural gas because it was a much cleaner alternative to oil. They were, yeah. Yeah. and I this, remember that. That's right. And this is what I'm saying. They're never satisfied. They work incrementally year by year. And if you agree to one thing, one restriction, they're going to come back with another and another and another. And like natural gas is in when they want to ban oil. Then they want to ban natural gas. And then they're going to tell you that um, you can't use electricity because you need uh, oil and natural gas to create the electricity. Or water, which is scarce. Or water, right. So then they want you to build a fire in your backyard <laughs> and cook right. your meat like cavemen do. Coming up next, whenever we hear about people out there who are trying to fight homeless encampments, we're willing to step up. There's a petition at change.org about the Culver Boulevard bike path on the west side, which is now overrun with homeless encampments. We'll talk to the organizer, Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Mark Reiner in for Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. 
What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country mega star while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 